0: Hi, Rebecca Shear here. As you listen right now, our team is hard at work producing a bunch more episodes for you to enjoy in 2022. So this week we're presenting a favorite Circle Round episode from the archives. We'll be back with a brand new episode next week. Till then, we wish you and yours a happy, healthy, and hopeful new year. ¶¶ Think about something nice that someone has done for you. Maybe a friend let you borrow a favorite toy. Or a family member took care of you the last time you were sick. In today's story, we'll meet a woman who doesn't do nice things for anyone until a mysterious stranger arrives and changes everything. (laughs) Rebecca Shear and welcome to Circle Round. Where story time happens all the time. Today our story is called The Beggar and the Baker's Daughter. Versions of this tale originally come from England. Some really great people came together to bring you our adaptation of this folktale, including Margaret Cho. Grownups, ups you might know the Emmy and Grammy-nominated comedian from her many stand-up specials, including I'm the One That I Want, Notorious CHO, and Fresh Off the Bloat. She also hosts her own podcast, The Margaret Cho. So, circle around, everyone, for The Beggar and The Baker's Daughter. ¶¶ There once was a baker who was every bit as sweet as her cakes, tarts, cookies, and pies. The moment you entered her cozy shop in the middle of town, the good-natured baker always greeted you with a smile. Well, hello
1: there. Don't you look well today?
0: She offered you a free sample.
1: Try a slice of this bread I just baked. You will love it!
0: And if you were a few coins short at the cash register... Don't you worry about it, friend. This one's on me. Take your treats home and enjoy. The kind, generous baker rose at the crack of dawn, then worked hard all day long. At night, she returned to the cottage she shared with her daughter, Phoebe. And the two of them could not have been more different. While the baker's heart was warm as an oven, Phoebe's heart was cold as an icebox, The young woman was mean-spirited and cross, not to mention selfish and greedy. Every now and again, the baker would get sick or have to run an errand, and the baker's daughter would take her mother's place at the shop. And as you can guess, when Phoebe was standing behind the glass counter, she did not greet you with a smile. She did not offer you free food. And if you didn't have enough coins to pay for your
1: treats... What?! You're a few coins short, you say? Huh! Not my problem. Pay up or get out! Well,
0: years went by. The baker grew wrinkled and gray. And when her fingers were too gnarled and stiff to bake any more treats, her daughter Phoebe took over the business. On Phoebe's first day running the bakery, business was brisk. Customers didn't stop streaming into the shop till just before closing time, When the last person finally waltzed out the door, clutching their box of shortbread and scones, Phoebe slumped on the glass counter and laid her head in her hands. Oy,
1: I don't know how Mother worked this hard her entire life. I'm so exhausted. And having to deal with those chatty customers all day, how in the world did Mother have time
0: to? The sound of the front door opening gave Phoebe a start. She turned. And who did she see hobbling into the bakery but a stooped old woman, dressed in a tattered black cloak and leaning on a rickety wooden cane? Um,
1: excuse me, we're about to close. The
0: old woman shuffled to the counter. She held up a weathered hand.
2: I'm so sorry, miss, but before you close, I wonder if you could spare some bread for a poor beggar woman? Now.
0: If the kind, generous baker had still been there, you know what she would have said, right? Yes, of course, have all the bread you like. Well, needless to say, that's not what the baker's daughter said.
1: Um, I'm sorry, could I spare some bread? Like, for free? The answer is no! Besides, we're all sold out. Business was crazy today. I sold my last loaf an hour ago.
0: But the old woman wouldn't give up.
1: Well, could you spare a small piece of
2: dough, then? My eyes aren't what they used to be, but I believe I spy some lovely dough rising on those racks
0: over there. The woman pointed a trembling finger toward the back of the shop, where the baker's old baking racks were stacked with trays full of rising yeasty dough. Phoebe rolled her eyes.
1: Um, lady... I need that dough so I can bake tomorrow's bread and sell it to my paying customers. Look, lady, this is a business. Either you pay up or you get out.
0: Phoebe jerked her thumb toward the door. But the old woman wouldn't budge.
2: You know, miss, your mother never would have said something like that to anyone, let alone a poor beggar. What would she say if she saw you now? At the mention of her mother, Phoebe felt the
0: tiniest twinge of remorse in her heart. But just a pinch, like the eensy-weensy pinch of salt her mother used to sprinkle in her pie dough.
1: All right. Listen, lady, I'll give you one little piece of dough, but that's it. Oh, thank
0: you, miss. Thank you. Phoebe grunted, stomped back to the baking racks, tore off a tiny ball of bread dough, and brought it to the woman. The ball of dough was no larger than a plum.
2: I truly appreciate this, Miss. But I wonder, could you bake this dough in your oven? I have no oven of my own. Phoebe was quiet
0: for a moment. Then... She let out a
1: laugh. <laughs> oh, I get it. You're joking with me. <laughs> I mean, if I turn on the oven and bake this puny ball of dough, it'll burn to a crisp. <laughs> Very funny, lady. Very funny. <laughs>
0: Phoebe expected the old woman to start laughing too, or at least to crack a smile. But she didn't.
2: Miss, like so many other people in this town, I had the privilege of knowing your mother. She was a fine, fine woman. Who knew the apple could fall so far from the tree?
0: The woman shook her head, then began shambling toward the door, Again,
1: Phoebe felt that tiny pinch in her heart. Wait, don't go. Look, I'll bake your silly dough. Let me go heat up the oven.
0: There was a twinkle in the old woman's eye as Phoebe trudged to the oven in the back of the bakery. Phoebe and the woman waited, and waited, and nearly an hour later, the smell of fresh bread began wafting through the air.
1: Ugh! Finally, why in the world did it take so long for that tiny smidge of dough to bake? I'm surprised it's not charred to a crisp by now. Phoebe put on a baking mitt, then
0: knelt down and pulled open the oven door. And when she did... (gasps) Oh, my! Her jaw dropped, her eyes widened, and despite the heat pouring out of the oven, a chill ran down her spine. She could hardly believe what she was seeing. What do you think the baker's daughter saw? We'll find out what it was after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Wondery, with the new podcast, The Cat in the Hat Cast, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week, bursting with music, silliness, and rhymes. The Cat in the Hat Cast encourages us all to find fun that is funny in every episode. Listen to The Cat in the Hat Cast early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm Rebecca Shear. Welcome back to Circle Round. Today our story is called The Beggar and the Baker's Daughter. When we left off, the baker's selfish, ill-tempered daughter, Phoebe, had taken over her kind, generous mother's bake shop. On Phoebe's first day running the bakery, an old, hunched woman in a ragged cloak came begging and convinced Phoebe to bake her an itsy-bitsy ball of dough the size of a plum. Phoebe expected the tiny pellet of dough to burn immediately. But when she opened the door of the oven in the back of the bakery, what did she find but a regular-sized loaf of bread Puffy, fluffy, and golden brown. As the old woman stood patiently at the counter, waiting for her bread, Phoebe was kneeling in front of the oven and
1: stroking her chin. Hmm. I don't know what's going on here, but surely that beggar woman doesn't deserve such a big, gorgeous loaf of bread. No. I'll sell this loaf tomorrow and make some good money. I'm not giving it away for free. Just then, from the front of the shop... The old
2: woman called out to Phoebe. Miss, are you all
1: right back there? Is the bread ready? Um,
0: Phoebe's selfish mind raced.
1: Actually, it looks like I opened the door too soon. The bread still needs more time in the oven. I'm going to let it sit a little while longer. Thanks for your patience.
0: Without missing a beat. Phoebe pulled the loaf from the oven and hid it in a cupboard. Then she grabbed another ball of dough from a tray on the baking racks, this ball even itty-bittier than the first, about the size of a cherry.
1: There's no way a ball of dough this small will expand like the first one did. Once it's done baking, I'll give it to the old woman and send her on her way. Phoebe and the woman waited another hour. But... The minute
0: Phoebe smelled bread baking and squatted down to open the oven door... (gasps) What? Her mouth fell open. For what should she see inside but another golden brown loaf? This one
1: twice as big as the one she had hidden in the cupboard. Okay, this is just plain nuts. The second ball of dough was even smaller than the first one. Yet it baked into a loaf of bread twice as big? What gives? Phoebe scratched her head. Hmm. I don't know what's going on here, but I do know this. If this loaf is twice as big, I can sell it for twice as much, which means even more money for me. (laughs) Miss, what's happening back there? Are you laughing?
0: Again, Phoebe thought fast.
1: You know, believe it or not, the dough still isn't done baking. I guess it needs even more time. It shouldn't be much longer. Quick
0: as a wink, Phoebe yanked the loaf from the oven and shoved it into the cupboard with the first loaf. Then she plucked yet another ball of dough from a tray on the baking racks. This one even punier than the first two. Seriously, it was no bigger than a pea.
1: Okay. This ball is so super tiny, it couldn't possibly expand like the others did. I'll bake it, give it to the old woman, then go home.
0: But the moment Phoebe smelled bread baking and pulled open the oven door, can you guess what happened? (gasps) Oh, that's right. She saw yet another golden brown loaf. Only this one was even bigger than the first two. It was so big, in fact, it was
1: practically bursting from the oven. This bread is absolutely beautiful. It may have come from a ball of dough no bigger than a pea, but it's going to make me a fortune tomorrow. A fortune! <laughs> As Phoebe laughed to herself,
0: the old woman called out to her again.
2: Miss, I'm no baker, but surely the bread is ready by now. And why do you keep
0: laughing? Phoebe stopped laughing and took a deep breath. She plastered on a smile and sauntered to the front of the shop.
1: Listen, I'm so sorry, lady, but in the end, I baked your bread for far too long. By the time I opened the oven door, the dough was burnt to a crisp, absolutely scorched. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a shop to close.
0: She rubbed her hands together.
1: Something tells me tomorrow is going to be a big day. (laughs) Cha-ching! As Phoebe doubled over in laughter, you'd think the beggar woman would
0: finally give up and hobble off into the night, right? Well, that's not what she did. At all. Instead, the woman clutched her rickety wooden cane and took a few shuffling
2: steps in Phoebe's direction. (laughs) So, my bread was burnt in the oven, eh? And all you have to say about it is, who, 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 who? The baker's daughter was hooting
0: and howling so hard, she didn't answer. (laughs) Very well.
2: If that's all you have to say about it, miss, then that's all you'll ever say.
0: The woman lifted her cane in the air And tapped Phoebe gently on the head All of a sudden, the baker's daughter was gone In her place Was an owl The feathery bird frantically flapped its wings And began zooming around the bake shop Knocking over cake dishes and bumping into walls As the owl scrambled about the room The old woman crept to the front door and swung it wide open. After much zigging and zagging, the flummoxed owl finally found its way out of the bakery and glided into the dark of the night, hoo-hoo-hooing all the while. Now it's your turn. Think about the last time you helped someone and did something kind. Then find some paper and something to draw with and make a picture of you helping that person. Share that picture with someone you love. And if you'd like, share it with us. Ask a grown-up to take a photo of your artwork and email it to circleround at wbur.org. This week's story, The Beggar and the Baker's Daughter, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. Our original music and sound designs by Eric Shimalonis. If you like Eric's music, you will love the music of Circle Round Volume 1, our soundtrack from our first season. To get your copy, visit our website, wbur.org slash circleround, and click on Soundtrack and Coloring Pages. While you're there, you can find, yes, our coloring pages. Circle Round's artist, Sabina Hahn, has created a black and white picture for every Circle Round story, and you can color them in. Special thanks to this week's actors, Elle Borders, Amy Brentano, and Margaret Cho. Margaret is currently on a very funny stand-up comedy tour. You grown-ups can find a link to her tour schedule on our website, wbur.org slash Circle Round. You can also check out her podcast, The Margaret Cho, where she interviews people you know, and people she thinks you should know, if you don't already. You can find a link to that podcast on our website, too. Our featured instrument this week was the violin, played by our special guest artist, Christian Habel. You can read about this wooden string instrument and see a picture on our website. Again, that's WBUR.org slash Circle Round. Never want to miss an episode of Circle Round? Ask a grown-up to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever they get their podcasts. And please, leave us some stars, write us a review, or just tell your friends about the show. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. My name is Yara. I live in Bangalore, India, and my
1: favorite Circle Round story is Night and Day. Hello, my name is Hannah, and I'm from Los Angeles. My favorite circle round story is Kangaroo and Joey. Too. My favorite part is when Dingo is like, anybody forget something? Oh yes, I love eating kangaroo.
2: Hi, my name's Mateo. I live in Atlantic, Georgia, and my favorite circle round story is all them.
1: Hello, my name's Gaston. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. My favorite circle round story is the red velvet purse. My
2: name's Leo and my favorite circle round is the head and the heart because all the things come alive.
1: Hi, my name is Tom Thorne and I live in Montgomery, Alabama. My favorite circle round story is the bachelors there. I like the part when the bachelors turns white into stone. Hi, my name is Oscar. I'm from Dublin, Ireland, and my favorite story is The Friendship Orchard. I like the part when the birds are planting the orchard.
0: Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem! You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's WBUR.org slash Circle Round, or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.